Hey, you're listening to The Brand Cure. I'm your host, Ashley Chimey, and I'm here to help you embrace your vision, tell your story, and build your one-of-a-kind brand so you can thrive by being you and leave your mark on the world. So our guest today is Shannon McKinstry. She helps small businesses grow through organic and proven social media strategies. And having watched Shannon over the past couple of years since I started my business, I can tell you that she is a wizard at building engagement and really creating tight-knit communities. And it's honestly unlike anything I've seen on anyone else doing in the Instagram space. And I've learned so much from her about how to show up authentically on social media and just love on your people. And honestly, how to have fun on social media. I'm just so pumped for you to learn from her. So welcome, Shannon. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Oh my gosh, that was so sweet. Thank you. I'm so excited. So I can't wait to dive in with you. And it's just so clear from watching you do your thing that you love it. And you always inspire me with how much joy you bring to your work. So I'd love for you to tell us a little bit in your own words about who you love to serve and what lights you up about what you do. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Gosh, you are just the best. <laughs> like, um, so, you know, I'm always telling people, I'm like, find your niche, like find who you want to serve. <laughs> Mine, honestly, for me, it's almost more of like a values thing. It's people who genuinely want to help people. Because I think oftentimes we forget social media. I said this yesterday in a live, you have to give more than you get. But really anyone who is an entrepreneur, especially, especially those first starting who are just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, there's too many people who do what I do. I'm like, that's nonsense. <laughs> it's so easy to stand out, especially on Instagram. You just have to get in there and serve. And that's the thing. Like, I just love to serve and I love to help people. And anyone who wants to do the same is kind of my dream client, but typically entrepreneurs, definitely female entrepreneurs. And, um, and I've recently started working a lot with social media managers, try to help them. Cause again, it's like back when I started, there weren't a lot of us <laughs> and now there's a lot of us cause people need social media more than ever, especially with the pandemic and things like that. But I just love helping anyone who wants to put in the work and who wants to make an impact, not just make money. Helping people help people. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I love that you pointed out values because I think that's the number one thing that we connect with brands and with people over is shared values. Like, do you care about the same things? Are the same things important to you? And you have built such a thriving comedian. I, I like, honestly, like I look to you as the example of how I want to be on Instagram. And I know that the word authenticity kind of gets thrown around a lot and there's an argument to be made that it's overused, but yeah. you have such a real and sincere way that you model for your audience that is so rare. And so I would love to hear what your philosophy is on why being real on social media is so important for, for uh, business owners. For so long, it was all, everything was perfect, right? Like <laughs> the, the perfect grid, the, the perfect everything. And I was bored by it. So I think when everyone kind of shifted and people started showing up, more, I really think once Instagram stories took over, it was like game changing. That's when I felt this on Instagram. And I was like, okay, now I really love Instagram. I already liked it. But then I was like, I love it because I loved Snapchat. <laughs> so um, because of the real, real time, like that quick little views into people's lives that were more like, um, 
more like messy, you know, they were real off the cuff and that's real life. So the reason I've always loved social media and I've been a social media junkie long before I started a career in social media marketing, but I've always just used social media, I think for what it was made for, which is connecting and um, being your true self, you know, like I see a lot of people just post the happy stuff all the time. And I'm like, sorry, but that's boring. And of course, celebrate your wins, talk about the awesome stuff. But like when I'm having a bad day, like I let my people know (laughs) because as entrepreneurs, I can't really go to friends and be like, I've had a bad day in my business. They they don't understand it. Um, Nor do I really want to talk business with my girlfriends. You know, I want to talk about other stuff. So I think it's just the, the best way. And I know a lot of people get scared. I'm not saying, you know, share your open wound, share, you know, but just like, be honest. I mean, even I was like, I think one of the most, the most replies I've ever gotten on a story was when I spilled my entire cup of coffee on the floor. And I was like, hi, Monday. You know, we sometimes want to commiserate sometimes too. Like you want to be like, my kid's crying. I, I, you know, whatever. It's just, I think the realer you are, the quicker you'll build that personal brand and trust. You know, we can't pretend everything's okay all the time. And I love that social media has shifted a bit. And again, authenticity it is thrown out there. People, some people hate the word. I'm like, well, I really haven't found a better word for it. So. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, you don't have to share everything, but um, you know, the 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 fake, you know, everything's happy, go lucky all the time. It's just not realistic. And um, I just I love when I see people just show up and like show your face. Don't hide behind your logo, show who you are, take people through your day. Just nothing has to be perfect. I love everything you just shared. And I feel like when I left corporate, the main thing that I missed was having friends to talk to about you know, all the ups and downs, more or less just the downs, right? The things that are frustrating to you about your job. And as a solopreneur, especially before you start building a team, when you're just starting out, you don't really have anyone to uh, commiserate with, right? That camaraderie is kind of gone. So I love that you you talked about it almost sounded like a co-working space. Hey guys, I spilled my coffee. Hey guys, like my kid is running amok. There's got to be some kind of realness to yes. it where people can be like, yep, that's, that's what it's like. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> and actually, since you mentioned sharing and kind of showing behind the scenes, showing your face, especially letting people connect with you. So many people in my community, myself included, are introverts. Before starting my Instagram account for social, uh, for my mm-hmm. business, I was not on social media hardly at all. You know, my younger coworkers would be like, get on Instagram. And I'd be like, no, thanks. Um, <laughs> but here I am. And in the beginning, it was really difficult. And so a lot of my clients kind of go through this uh, through this process of like slowly kind of dipping their toe in the water, slowly getting out there. So do you have any tips or advice specifically for introverts or just for people who are not used to being in the spotlight? Yeah, no. And I love that you brought that up. I think it's actually a safe space for people who might feel uncomfortable. You know, I'm very social. I need to be like with people all the time, but there's also days where I'm like, I need to be by myself. (laughs) And on those days I'm like, Oh, I'll hop on and just tell people what I'm up to or what I'm working on. 
again, you build a community of your people. Right. So you feel not an obligation, but like you get excited to show up, you know? And that's why I always tell people, I'm like, well, if you're not excited to show up on Instagram and you feel scared, then, you know, look at the community you're building. Make sure it's the right people that you, you're not intimidated to show up. But really, especially for people who are really scared to like turn that camera around or just really just don't want to really let people in. I was, I always say like, I make sales on just showing my desktop sometimes what I'm working on and giving people an experience. So you don't have to, that, you know, you don't have to go full force when you sign on Instagram and start again, showing people everything about your day and turning the camera around and, and talking, you start small. Like I never want to pressure people like you need to do all this and do all that. Like just start showing your workspace. Um, maybe just do a little boomerang, <laughs> like smiling, being like happy Monday. And once you start getting those reactions and people responding to you, you just get like this, you know, you want to, you want to show up and like, you'll feel sad on a day you don't, you're like, Oh, I miss my people. You know, like I am on the weekends and my Monday, I'm like, yay, what's everyone doing? So that's the beauty of Instagram, especially is you, you can make it what you want to make it. And every audience is different. So what works for me might not work for you, but for those who are just like, no, it's just not my personality. You don't have to do things the way I do it. Do what feels comfortable to you and your people will eat it up. I love that. Yeah. Building a community of your people. I think that's so important. Right. Yeah. It becomes way less intimidating and way less, you don't feel like exposed. It's like, no, these are your, these are your people. So let's talk a little bit about building an engaged community in general, because I think that that's just something that you do better than anyone else I found in the Instagram space. So can you share some tips with us about how to build engagement, how to get your community really interacting with you and create that two-way street of dialogue that you're really craving when you start showing up on Instagram? Yeah. So I think the biggest rule with engaging, well, one, you have to engage, like don't even join Instagram if you aren't going to put the time in. There's other social media platforms that are much easier and less time consuming. (laughs) If you are just like, nope. And there's also social media managers, of course, who will do it for you. But Instagram is a commitment. In my opinion, it is the most powerful way to build a personal brand and drive people where you want them to go. So it's a no-brainer. It's free. <laughs> you can devote 30 minutes a day and grow. What I always suggest to people, if you are, if you do have 30 minutes, you can grow on Instagram and you need to spend those 30 minutes intentionally. Even my friends who obviously they don't use Instagram for business, they're like, oh, I just scroll. I don't really comment a lot. I'm like, that's most people, you know? <laughs> so um, Instagram only shows, you know, a portion of your audience what you put up and then it's up to your audience to decide, you know, it's if they want to like it, comment so more people see it. So if you're not on there engaging, no one's going to really see your content. So if you're new to engagement, I've heard Jasmine Starr say this, a few other people in the online space, it's like a cocktail party. And the best part is you don't have to get dressed for it or do your hair. (laughs) Get on the couch and watch your favorite show. I always, I always multitask. I'm like, I've got the news on the morning and I just engage. I just crank it out you know, it's answering DMs, but also just nurturing my feed. So people I'm following, I'm commenting, liking, but not just commenting cute or love it. You know, I mean, sometimes I'll do that. (laughs) It's like people that I'm close to that, you know, but if I'm trying to build a relationship, I will make sure that I comment something that hopefully starts a conversation. And most people on Instagram (laughs) who are really active 
Most of their captions will include a call to action at the end, encouraging people to comment. So look at that call to action for what to do. That makes engaging a lot easier. I always tell people, especially if you're creating content, you're like, well, what do you mean? Like how... I'm like, well, this or that's are great. I remember one time, I think it was on Cinco de Mayo. I was like, are you guys team salt or no salt? And I got so many comments. <laughs> People are very passionate about what's on the rim of their margarita. And, you know, stuff like that. Like it makes engage when you see stuff like that, like respond to it. Like that's an easy way to engage, build that relationship. Um, but what was funny is some people that don't even drink were like, I don't drink, but give me all the queso. And of course that would lead me to say, oh my gosh, well, are you team white queso or yellow queso? You know, <laughs> like it's fun. Instagram, you are networking from your couch. That's awesome. You don't have to get all dressed up. You can meet potential business partners, clients, everything just by scrolling through your feed, leaving comments that are meaningful, genuine, hopefully strike up a conversation. And I always tell people like, look for the connection point. If you can't find it, or if you there's no call to action that makes sense for you, like if you're not a dog person and the post is about dogs, you don't have to comment. Like you don't have to comment on everything. Find the stuff that resonates with you and comment. But don't just scroll by. Sometimes we need that time to just scroll on social and just phase out of life. But when you are intentionally engaging, it's so important. So find those posts. You can also search hashtags, which is another thing that I preach big on is searching hashtags within your niche or what your ideal client is using. I think so often we use hashtags and just expect people to like flock to us. And I'm like, that's not, you got to invest in them and just comment on what makes sense to you. And I always like to start local because that's the connection point for me. That's so easy, right? If I see someone or like even you, I was like, oh, Colorado, like my my best friend's in Colorado. You can find connection points by looking at someone's bio, looking at their stories. Maybe you are a dog person and they have the same dog as you, like find something to connect on. If they're a mom, if, you know, maybe they're in the same industry and start those conversations right on their posts, you know, slide into their DMs. Like, don't be scared of that. I'm terrible at networking events in person. Like I freeze. I don't even know. I don't, so <laughs> after I have a glass of the wine, I'm better, but like, I am like, no, 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 no. Like, I can't, I get very, very, I like freeze. Um, I don't like talking about what I do. To people I don't know, I don't know. It's just I get very I get red. I always turn red. But I can engage all day on Instagram. So I'm like, what how cool is that? Like we can we can go network and build our businesses and find ideal clients just by going and engaging. And again, treat it like a networking event, treat it like a cocktail party. And one example I also say, you know, say it's a picture, maybe you're a blogger, like and you're trying to connect with other bloggers and you know, oh, love the outfit. Where is it from? That will get a comment back, not just a like, right? Because they're going to respond. Just like if you're at a party and you go, nice jacket, the person's probably not going to keep walking and ignore you. <laughs> so on Instagram, it's the exact thing. Oh my gosh. I feel like you just gave us a masterclass in engaging <laughs> on Instagram. So good. And what I love is that it just, to me, it almost feels like just general advice on how to be human to people, right? It's like, it's, there's, it's, there's nothing fundamentally different about engaging on social media. It's just that it's more convenient. It's a different format, but it's the same. It's like finding those connection points. It's finding ways that you can relate. Um, It's just relationship building. And I just love, I love the way that you, that you teach that and that you make it just feel so easy. Thank you. Yeah. Cause I, I never want it to be daunting, but it is work. We're growing a business. Like it's going to be work, but it should be fun. And I love 
engaging on Instagram. And I always tell people, if you don't like engaging, I know engagement specialists. There are people who now, which is so funny to me, because, you know, it was just social media managers. Now it's like Pinterest managers, right? And then there's even just engagement specialists. (laughs) So that's how important engagement is. There's entire, there's people who have built a career off engaging for other businesses. So cool. It's so, so interesting to see this whole space just exploding and and growing the way that it has. I'd actually love to know, how does one know that it's time to hire a social media manager or to hire an engagement specialist? What are some of the things that you, that they can notice and say, hmm, maybe it's time for me to get some help? I honestly think most people who have hired um, us for social media management, they just don't like it. There's people out there that, and I, you know, I'm like, how do you not like it? Like, I'm like, I love it. But again, it is a time suck to a lot of people. But again, I enjoy it. I, I love building the community. So I think it's, you know, especially if you find, you know, you're posting once in a blue moon, um, your follower count is stagnant. Like you're just not, no one's clicking on your links. You know, you can look at the insights to see. If everything's in the negative zone, it's time to hire out. Or, you know, you can get consulting. But but a lot of times I tell people, I'm like, if you are already on Instagram, look at how much time you're spending on it. It will tell you if you go to activity. If you're on it over 30 minutes a day, you should be getting 100 plus new followers a month and making sales. So it's just about how you use that time. Or dedicate a month to really trying engaging 30 minutes a day, posting at least three times a week, value, personal stuff, things like that. And if business starts cutting, you actually find yourself enjoying it, then stick to it. But I know a lot of people that just genuinely do not like it. So for those people, I just say, just just outsource yeah. it because it's worth it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think that most of my client connections have come either from Pinterest or Instagram in some shape or form. So it really does work if you're showing up and you're being you're creating that two-way street and you're engaging and you're putting in. I love that you said it is work, but it should be fun. I think that that so perfectly encapsulates because I I do have clients and I have community members who are like, what's the quick fix? You know, <laughs> what's the what's the shortcut? And there are shortcuts out there, but they're not really going to get you good results, right? Right. And they're going to cost money. So (laughs) the shortcut that actually does get you results is hiring someone who specializes in it to actually do this for you. Right. Well, I have also got to ask you because we're in an unusual season. It's been a crazy year. I'm wondering if you can shed a little light on some of what you have been seeing and how you have been navigating the season that we're in. Like how can small business owners still be present on social media for their businesses and for their communities in a way that is um constructive and yeah and it was really difficult in the beginning because I was you know trying to navigate it myself and a lot of the people you know a lot of my clients for social media management had to pause services because they're brick and mortar and no one could go anywhere and I felt terrible but you know all of a sudden I got a whole new um group of people wanting social media management and so I saw my business growing and I was like, well, this is kind of wild. You know, the online people in the online space seem to be okay. But then the people, you know, <laughs> so many of my clients were suffering and it was, it was difficult to watch. But what I noticed was, you know, people who pivoted, which is probably the word of 2020. Um, but a lot of them were able to weather the storm. And I think it's just, you know, I don't want to sound like, oh, like if you put your mind to it, you can, you know, cause some people just really, there was no way to pivot some people. But a lot of, I saw a lot of people thrive during this time 
And again, like all of a sudden I started getting all these people saying, oh, I need social media management because what happened was people realized if they didn't have a social media presence when this pandemic hit, they desperately needed one that day. I would, when all this happened, I would go to their Instagram and Facebook to find out what the deal was with curbside, right? Because like, that's where you can update stuff instead of a website. Um, Fitness instructors, you know, started doing live this or live, you know, Zoom classes and stuff. And it was like, whoa, I was like, well, one of the good things is if you're in the, in the online space and in social media, you could still kind of make a living. But I also saw just a lot of people just getting so creative and also just so supportive, which was amazing to see. Um, and sorry, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I, I mean, I love that you're, you're, you kind of started sharing like, you know, it's, it's about getting creative. It's about looking at your business in fresh new ways and looking for new opportunities based on, and that's kind of what we're always doing in our businesses anyway, right? It's like, let's look at what's happening. Let's look at what people need. Let's look at how we can respond to people's needs. So it's in a way it's like not anything new, but it feels new for a lot of people. And so kind of being able to be responsive to what's happening okay. is um, really a skill. Yeah. No. And I was going to say, I can say now, was about like, if you didn't have a social media presence, like this was, this is just the time to realize you need it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think so many connections in a way, I feel grateful that I have had this experience in the past couple of years of building these real relationships. Um, because when quarantine started, it was like, oh, I can still connect with other people, right? I'm not suddenly in social isolation. Um, and seeing the, the new, just new yes. people coming to the platforms and looking for like, how do I actually connect on this thing? How do I actually, um, not just for my business, but just so that I can protect my sanity, you know, keep up some semblance of human life. <laughs> so yeah. it's been super interesting to watch. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people, I think, I mean, you can get real, real down as an entrepreneur, I mean, especially like in the membership I have and stuff, just a lot of people, we just, we help them decide like how to take their business from here. And the other thing is maybe there's some, I've seen a lot of people start up a business during this time, which is wild. So it's like, like I said, I was like, what is something else that you really like doing? Like, are you really good at helping people put systems in place? Like, is that what you did at your nine to five and now you're furloughed? I mean, I mean, biz, us entrepreneurs, like we don't have time to put the systems in place, like start, you know what I mean? So it's been pretty cool. I've seen people start businesses during, um, this wild, crazy time. So, um, and then, you know, I've seen people start social media management businesses because as soon as this all happened, I told people, I was like, look, like <laughs> people are coming out of the woodwork for social media management because they're, they're frantic. They're like, oh my gosh, I didn't have a presence um, all of you social media people were right, you know, and I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> get, get on there. I mean, everyone was on, I don't know if you remember, like, gosh, the first few weeks of quarantine, there'd be like 20 lives going on at once. Yes. And like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, everyone's like, ah, I gotta get my community popping. And I'm like, do it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, even though it's been a sad, sad time, I've seen a lot of good and I've just seen people just getting creative and leaning on each other, which yes. has been really I love that. You mentioned that a couple of times, supporting each other and looking for ways to support and looking for ways to serve yeah. in a new way. I think is that's really good. Yeah. 
So I actually want to ask a follow-up question. You mentioned your membership. You mentioned um, you mentioned your social media managers that you work with and that you train up. So can you tell us a little bit about how you work with your customers and with your clients? And then I'm going to ask you some questions about your business journey, but let's let's dive in there a little bit. Yeah. No, of course. Um, yeah. So I started out as a social media manager. Um, I was actually a social media, I was in social media marketing at my nine to five. Um, and so when I started, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. So I just kind of, I didn't have a coach. I was like, oh, well, let's just, let's just see what happens. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Um, I didn't have contracts. I literally didn't have contracts. I just was like, oh, subscription. Um, you know, which is like, no, do not recommend that. Um, <laughs> but, um, so I had this idea, you know, working with my mentor, cause I was like, oh, I really want to do a course. I'd never done an online course. And I was like dying to do one, but I mean, there's millions of courses out there. I'm like, again, you know, mindset, like, oh, no one, you know, <laughs> that one's so stressful and that one. And right. then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I don't like, what did I need in the beginning? And that's what I always tell people. I'm like, think about what course you needed when you started that now you can teach. So I decided to create a course for social media managers who don't don't know what they're doing <laughs> or are just trying to tighten up procedures and systems and things like that. Um so that so that just launched. I'm, I'm gonna be we just wrapped up yesterday actually and I'll be launching again in the early fall most likely. That was so fun. And then we've got um, a membership, which I love that you brought up co-working space because that's what we kind of call it. We're like, it's an online co-working space for female entrepreneurs who need, you know, like I said, the support, like it's a lonely journey. And um, we also do a masterclass once a month and with a guest expert and we give them caption templates every month to save them time on content and hashtags. And that's called the Social Squad Society. So those are the kind of the two big things I'm doing right now. You know, feel very lucky to be completely booked out for social media management. And then the course, obviously. And then I also offer one-on-one mentoring. So I just love seeing just the the variety of ways that you are serving your people and you're serving different groups, right? Like you're serving just business owners that want to get better at social media. You're serving social media managers who are getting started. Mm-hmm. And this, this presence that you've built um, is really inspiring. I know that you're I think you're like a few years into your business and I'm, I still feel very new as a business owner. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing it for five years, but <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, for the first two years, I'm like, I was not a business owner. I was, I mean, <laughs> I had the paperwork, but I was like, Shannon. Um, I look back like laughing, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I really, I didn't, I don't think I took myself seriously until about two years ago. So Mm. actually, I'd love to know as my next question for you, like, what were you like? You've told me a little bit about this, but Mm -hmm. what were you like as a new business owner and how, how are you the same as you are now? And how has this journey changed you? Um, I think one thing that's the same and been consistent is just excited. Like I get so excited (laughs) with, and I remember just sitting at my dining room table, like with my two clients making maybe, I think I was making about $300. And I just thought, you know, that was just the coolest thing. And but just excited. You got to be excited about your business, even when you're making $300 a month. And so I'm still just as excited, like launching a course excites me, like launching, you know, anything. If, if it's not exciting, then it's time to reevaluate. So I think that's one of the main things that's stayed consistent. 
Yeah. And one thing is like, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Cause I did that for so long. I was like, oh, well she does that. And he does this. And I was like, who cares? Like, what do you want to (laughs) do? You know? And as a business owner, I will say just messy. And I'm still messy, but I have a virtual assistant now. You can be messy and, and they can, <laughs> yeah. Keep me in line because I've got someone that will help me <laughs> stop. But yeah, I would just say messy and just completely clueless. And I never thought it was going to be easy, but I definitely thought small. Like I was like, oh, and by the time I was making $2,000 a month, I was like, no one can tell me anything. I am rocking right now. Um, and I was fine with that. I was like, wow, I mean, I'm making $2,000 balancing out what daycare would have cost for Camden. It actually evened out with my nine to five. So I'm bringing home what I would have probably brought home. So yeah, just thinking small and being really, really messy. And then as I connected on Instagram with other social media managers and other mentors and just killing it, I was like, oh, that's, that's possible. And I didn't know. And then I was like, okay, well, we need to make some changes because charging way too low. I'm like, I just want to, you know, I just wanted to start taking myself more seriously because I I figured by then I was like, you owe it to yourself (laughs) to to actually, um, go to full potential. That is so good. I just really appreciate you sharing that just your experience and how you kind of evolved and started seeing new opportunities, new ways that you could be showing up for yourself. That's, that's so, such an important part of every entrepreneur's journey. I think it is, it's a confidence thing for sure. And like I said, I was actually at a networking event, like, I guess it was about two and a half, three years ago. And that's actually what it was at one of my clients networking events. And he overheard me telling someone what I do. And he was like, he literally put me aside and was like, what? was that? And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm very awkward in situations like, and he was like, you don't just do social media. And I was like, yeah, that's what I do. And he's like, oh my gosh. And it was the boost I needed. He was like, you do so much more than that. You know? So if you haven't convinced yourself yet, like find someone who will tell you (laughs) because sometimes you just need someone else to, and make sure they're not a yes person, obviously. (laughs) But And this is a client who pays me that told me that. And I think that's why, like, obviously my mom or my husband's going to be like, you're great, honey. (laughs) But like, (laughs) I had to pay me monthly um, to tell me that it just, it really shook me. And I was like, okay, you're right. Darn it. You're right. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Yeah. Sometimes you just need that outside perspective and to see yourself from a new angle. Like, oh, I'm I'm pretty good at this. This is, this is pretty cool. (laughs) To be good at something. I struggle with that. I don't, you know, that's why I freeze up talking about what I do with people I don't know. Um, but I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can totally, I definitely relate a hundred percent. I have a big question that I ask every guest and that is if somebody reads a biography of your life and your career and what you did in the world a hundred years from now, what do you hope that they read? Um, that I connected people. That's been one of the most incredible things. Like when I see people in my circle, or I don't know, I don't even like saying my circle, like, but people within my community that are working, like I see all of a sudden on Instagram stories, like meeting with so-and-so I'm like, oh my gosh, they're working together. It's just wild. Like that's, and even like looking back without business, I mean, not in the business sense, like friends of mine that have become friends, you know, friends of mine from college who I introduced to my friends from working, you know, they're at my nine to five, still being friends and things like that. Like 
I just, that's always brought me a lot of joy. So I think connecting people is just what just um, lights me up, like above anything else. love to know since we've talked a little bit about like being real and being sincere I'm going to ask you to be a little bit open with us but um for so many of my uh my community members and people that I'm connected with getting to see models of what it looks like to expand your comfort zone even as a seasoned entrepreneur I think that when you're just starting out you look ahead to people who are quote unquote further along than you and it's like oh everything's easy for them now and so I'd love to hear from you one area where you're currently expanding your comfort zone and where what you're growing into and what does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, I love this question because I'm in that spot right now. And again, it goes back to confidence, people taking or me taking myself seriously because <laughs> I kind of went through that shift a couple of years ago when I started offering one-on-one consulting, you know, instead of working behind the scenes for someone and like managing their account and never really talking to them, you know, (laughs) but actually coaching in a way and helping people, um, that was definitely out of my comfort zone. I was like, who am I to tell someone? Right. And then that's when everything shifted. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I love. So I recently launched a mentoring early 2020. That's like my pride and joy, right? Like helping someone one-on-one, giving them the tools they need to grow instead of Because again, in the beginning, I worked only with social media management. So I just took people's accounts over. They didn't really, they were like, sure, thanks, Shannon. You know, they paid me once a month. But to work, like get my hands in there and help someone mold their business and, um, you know, give them the confidence that I lacked and cheer them on, you know, the stuff that I needed so badly. So that was out of my comfort zone because I still am like, who am I? Like, (laughs) tell someone I'm still messy. and. Um, you know, but it's one of those things you just do it. Like if people are asking for something, create it, you know, people were asking like, oh, well, all of a sudden I had social media managers coming to me being like, do you offer coaching for social media managers? And I was like, well, you know, I'm not technically a coach, but I'll mentor you. I'll give you everything you need. Every email template, like I'll help you with everything. Um, and that's, that was totally out of my comfort zone. I did it. And it's, it's been amazing seeing the transformation for these women. Um, and then that led me to the course, which was completely out of my comfort zone. I remember talking to my mentor going like, well, what is, what is it supposed to look like? I've never purchased an online course. I've never even purchased one. I've like, I've seen webinars, I've seen masterclasses. And my mentor was like, no one should look the same. So who cares? She was like, well, I'm going to go buy one. And just, she was like, absolutely not. She was like, just do it. Um, and I had got my feedback yesterday from one cause they just wrapped it up and they all like, it was highly emotional day for me yesterday because they all were like out of all the course because a lot of these girls had bought so many courses and they're like, this is, you know, by far surpassed the others. And it was just, I, I think it is because I put myself out of my comfort zone and I didn't look at what other people were doing. And that's what you have to do because you will destroy whatever you want to create by looking at everyone else's projects. <laughs> You know, it's just pushing. If people start asking you for something, if it's out of your comfort zone, if it's something you don't want to do, don't do it. But if people are asking for it and it kind of excites you and gives you butterflies, just do it. Like I felt so nervous and sick launching one-on-one mentoring. 
so nervous and sick launching this course. And they're too, they are now like, I'm going to soon be outsourcing social media management completely to my team. Like this is where I'm going now in my business. And it's, it's just why, and it wouldn't happen if I hadn't gotten out of my comfort zone. I just love, I, I have to tell you, I've been like cheering you on big time. I've just been seeing all of these stories and all of your students like talking about how much this course has helped them and the community that you've built in this little group. And I also want to just pull out one of these threads because you mentioned like having, you know, like imposter syndrome, you didn't use those words, but like, uh, I think that that's so relatable because I, I certainly have had that feeling. And I know that my coaching clients who are coaches or who are aspiring coaches, they have this feeling like I can't be a coach until I've got it all together. Right. Ah. Like I'm messy behind the scenes. I don't do my morning routine every day. Like, you know, there's this kind of picture in the online space of like what a coach or mentor quote unquote should look like. And like, you know, I started my day to day for the fourth day in a row playing uh, Animal Crossing. That was like my morning routine. <laughs> I love it. I sure as heck do not have my life all perfect and uh, together. You just have to show up with the intention to serve and to be there for your clients and bring everything you've got, like the messy, all of it. Um, and I, I just appreciate that you're kind of helping to paint this picture that it's okay to be messy and to also serve others. Absolutely. Oh, I love that so much. It's so true. <laughs> so I would love to know if you could reach back in time and talk to your younger self in your first year or two of business, what kind of advice would you give? What kind of, what kind of message would you want to share with, with Shannon from a few years ago? Yeah, probably that uh, this isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's more to come. I think when you're miserable in your job or whatever, or like you get a no from a client, like it's going to lead to something better, but you have to know that and believe that. I remember working back when I worked at CNN, I mean, the amount of tears I would cry and anxiety and panic attacks I would have from a job, you know, and I was making horrible money and just thinking like, but that's okay. Like, this is it. This <laughs> like, it's not it. It's not it. There's so many cool things to come. And, you know, I do, I am very lucky in the fact that my husband supported me when I started my business, because obviously not most people can just quit their job and start this. But, um, I know I, I, I had already started talking to people about managing their social media, you know, um, as like a side gig kind of in the beginning. So it's like, just do it. Like, don't this, whatever you're in right now does not have to be it. Like you don't have to sit in that cubicle. If, if you love the cubicle, if you love working at nine to five, you love corporate. Awesome. I'm not knocking corporate. I mean, I, the job I eventually left when I did to start boutique social DC, that was really hard for me. I loved that company, but like do whatever it is that you want to do. If people are asking you for it, if people are asking you for help on certain things, like just go for it because it might lead, I would have been totally fine sitting at that old job the rest of my life. I had great friends at that company, but I had no idea. I just thought that was it. I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, making 50 K a year. Cool. Got friends, you know, <laughs> have health insurance. Yay. And I'm, I, I wish I could go back and just say, Shannon, like there's so much, there's really cool stuff on the horizon. You don't have to be doing mediocre stuff for the rest of your life. 
when you're new, when you're in your first year or two of business, if you did have that crystal ball, Mm -hmm. then you'd be so excited for what you're going to see because you just, if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, if you keep trusting yourself to just do it scared Mm -hmm. and take, you know, imperfect, messy action, no matter how awkward or, you know, bad it's going to be, if you just keep going, you're going to end up somewhere really awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly it. I mean, just start it. Even if you're still at your nine to five, do it on the weekends or, you know, whatever it is, you know, um, I always say like, reach out to people, you know, and be like, do you know anyone that needs help with blank, you know, and offer it for free for 30 days and get that testimonial. And you just, you never know. You just never know. Yes. So good. So is there any other parting advice that you would like to give our listeners who are saying, okay, yes, I'm starting to see why building a community, why being visible on Instagram, why um, being human on social media is important for me and my business. I'm ready to get started. Is there any parting advice that you'd like to give those people? Yeah. So one of the best things you can do, especially if you're using Instagram in particular, (laughs) is to mute anyone that's making you feel less than. or just unfollow. You have the permission to do whatever you want with the community you're building. <laughs> like, You do not need to follow people who you don't agree with. You don't need to follow people who make you feel less than. This is your life, right? It's your business. It's your life. Do things the way you want to do it. Um, and just know that your people need you, even though there are so many people who even tell people the same stuff I say. Like, here's what's having your bio here. Right. I mean, like, I'm not the first person to say you don't use your logo, put your face in there. Right. <laughs> but, but it's your people and they're going to want to follow you versus someone else because you're you don't worry. And if you have 200 followers, you can still make sales. That's the other thing I always leave people. With. <laughs> like, You do not need to have a ton of followers. Um, just show up, serve, only worry about that one person that you're going to help that day. And you will, you will grow. Thank you so much, Shannon. I am so excited for this episode to come out for everyone to get to learn from you. Um, I feel like you just coached us (laughs) on our social media, like for real. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Shannon Awesome or what? I hope you enjoyed learning from her and I definitely encourage you to go check her out. You can find Shannon on Instagram at Shannon McKinstry or on her website, shannonmckinstry.com. Remember that there is more than enough room for you on social media because like Shannon said, your people are going to want to learn from you because you're you. Give more than you get, be real with your people. And with a little work and a lot of fun, you can build your brand organically on social media. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to see your review. It will help others find the show. And it truly makes my day to know that what I'm sharing is motivating or inspiring you on your journey. Be well, my friends, love on your people, and don't forget to be awesome. I'll see you next time. Mm